0: That's HighSchoolOfficials.com. Your best financial partner. This is Business 1440. KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Vice President Mike Pence is stepping up attacks on likely Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden casting the election In under four months, is a very important choice between freedom and opportunity.
2: The hard truth is, you won't be safe in Joe Biden's America.
0: In Joe Biden's America, he says the country would see socialism in decline rather than freedom. The the vice president made his attacks on Biden at a speech yesterday in Ripon, Wisconsin, birthplace of the Republican Party. Georgia Congressman John Lewis, who carried the struggle against racial discrimination from southern battlegrounds of the 1960s all the way to the halls of Congress, has passed away. He was 80 years old. Decreasing gasoline supplies are contributing to an increase in the national average for a gallon of gas, up two pennies a gallon over the past week. This is SRN News.
3: 482 8399
4: So I'm standing here right now looking at 10 different brand new LG refrigerators, stoves, washers, and dryers. And we have all 10 listed at a minimum of $500 cheaper than most of our competitors. That's huge considering at PJ's Appliance Outlet, we do not use the fictional, often inflated MSRP price that most appliance stores use to get these savings. At PJ's, we're discounting real-time competitors' pricing for the same appliances throughout the cities. Hey, it's PJ here from PJ's Appliance Outlet. Now, I know you've heard all about how our customers travel from all over the Twin Cities to save hundreds, sometimes thousands, on name-brand appliances. In fact, customers upgrading several appliances have more often than not walked out of our store saving thousands. There's only so much I can say in a radio ad about our products, prices, and ironclad warranties. So if you're looking for new appliance or just feel like browsing, come check us out at PJsApplianceOutlet.com. That's PJsApplianceOutlet.com, where every deal is a steal.
3: The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
5: Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Thank you for being with us today. A little bit hot out here. Well, I'm a, I I'm impre- I just found out that something. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that. I, Wyatt and I had a nice discussion off air. I just learned something that, he was, that he's up here in central Minnesota more than I realized. Because it's a good place to be. But it's going to be hot up here this weekend. That's for sure. And uh, thank you once again for all of your conversations about... About uh, the fact that we're lacking air conditioning in the house right now. Uh, we'll be fine. Don't you worry. Uh, it's um, <laughs> um, Let's just say um, I love my basement. I, we were t- Actually, we were talking about this. People that don't have a basement, what do they do in a situation like this? Um, it's one reason why I've never really wanted to... And I've never actually owned a house that had a second floor. Because I've always found that thought of uh sleeping on a, in a second floor in an unair conditioned room when growing up I never ever ever wanted to deal with that ever 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 again and I don't um anyway let me let me close the loop on the story so this hour I want to finish my thought about about what's happening with the stimulus bill cuz this is the week it's going to you know it's going to, forgive forgive me extending the, the metaphor, heat up. I really believe this week and next week, you will see increasing rhetoric about the stimulus bill and, and the heartless Republicans just saying they're going to pull the UI because, of course, right, unemployment insurance, on current course, that extra $600 goes away with the checks given next week. And we'll, we're going to see... We're going to see some things happening as a result of that. I expect some bill to come in behind that. House the the congressional Democrats want it. It's pretty obvious from conversation this week that the that the uh, White House wants it. The Senate Republicans are willing to do it. There's some there's some discussion, some debate about whether or not we would have um, we would have uh, some cost control. There's a deal somewhere in there between the one trillion dollars that the Senate Republicans have said we we would be okay with a bill that size. The Democrat, the Heroes Act, it spends more than three trillion. That's not such a big that's not such a big chasm to uh, close. That they, they will find some they'll find some room in the middle there. I don't know. i the question is is what parts get in from the heroes act because i think the piece that they'll make them remove and and here this is interesting to me i think what the what the house will be required to remove is the help for state and local governments and i think the price of that will be that the help that businesses want for basically immunity from from lawsuits from exposing your workers to COVID, I don't think we're going to get that either. I think this will be a simpler bill that spends a bunch of money in a bunch of areas. I hope it does something more like a wage support system, like I suggested in the last segment, rather than just extending UI. And and yeah, it's fine to wind it down, but if you're going to wind it down, it should be over a matter of weeks. Maybe a few months, but certainly not a year, which I heard, uh, which I believe I heard this. I, I heard it in the comments uh, uh, that Charlie Gasparino had on Fox Business when he was discussing this this conflict, this th- between um, between uh, uh, Mnuchin and Cudlow. I will point out and I say this I say this hesitantly. I thought that was an odd story to show up on Fox Business. It suggested that there were conversations that Gasparino and Fox Business' investigative team was having with people inside the White House. I will note that Kudlow has had a very close relationship with Fox over the years, and particularly with the Business Channel over the years. I wonder... I wonder if perhaps this was an attempt by, by Kudlow to, to get his side of the story out ahead of the fact that Mnuchin is leading the conversations with Congress. Kudlow is, not, Kudlow is a side factor to that because he's not a secretary, he's not a cabinet member, he's an advisor. And and I I think I think I've heard so you heard the Wilbur Ross clip I think already but let me go ahead and play one more clip for you which is which is Mnuchin himself these I've actually got two little bits of him this is him speaking in front of the Small Business Committee in uh, Congress uh, yesterday play the first clip of Mnuchin
0: the administration supports using the existing money and topping it up with some additional money and that that will be discussed. And allowing for a second payment to the businesses that are especially hard hit.
5: So that's on PPP. They want. They. Why I think that they're just trying to write a bill that's just sending money out the door. They're just going to hose down, as, as my friend Hugh Hewitt likes to say, they're going to hose down the economy with cash. Our cash. They're borrowing our cash and hosing it down. They're going to try to find a way to get more money out through PPPs, thinking that perhaps that's the issue. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is you've got to figure out how people are behaving. Well, look, I think certainly one issue is, is being sure that you get more and more news out there that we're conquering corona. Because what will get people back out faster will be, will be hearing stories like the Moderna trial turning out so well we need more of those stories of course the White House has no control over those stories they'll encourage companies like Moderna and AstraZeneca to get news out as soon as possible because that's helpful to their economy and frankly to the world it's helpful to the world to find out where are we with the, with a the vaccine coming forward but that's that's just part of it right okay so he want he says where the administration wants to spend the rest of the ppp money and maybe a little bit more go back to those companies that they they gave money to who are already beginning to get those loans forgiven cuz you could already get your loan from april if you got in in april your your loan forgiveness could be processed already maybe in the next few weeks And then they could turn around and throw some more money at you with another forgivable loan. That could well be coming in the next week or two. So he says that. I don't think that helps get you workers back in, but it throws an additional lifeline to small businesses. Play the second clip of Mnuchin, please.
0: I think this time we need to have a revenue test and make sure that Money is going to businesses that have significant revenue declines. That's something that Congress didn't have in the first provision. So, But make sure that the businesses that are especially hard hit, particularly small businesses, and put in certain safeguards.
5: Meaning we're not going to see you know, the big firms grabbing money again. We're going to keep them out of that. But that brings me to the really big problem. Why is there still 160 billion dollars sitting out there in the original PPP? From the original PPP. They spent the 350, they went through that really fast. They threw in another 300, they spent about half of that. Now they want to go back to the businesses that are still in trouble and give them more money. Now that might help. That might help, I think. But I, I call your attention uh, to John Malden's uh, newsletter this weekend, which I just tweeted to you, uh, written dated this morning, although I, and, and I received it this morning, although I'm sure he wrote it yesterday, um, and, and looking at the number of businesses that uh, are being closed right now. Um, and 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 I just I I just started to look at this one piece. He links to a piece that was in uh, I believe the New York Times on um, let me let me grab a, grab this link. This was uh, I think this is in yesterday or maybe you no know, this is earlier in the week. Um, but let me go back and and grab this piece here. Um, on last on the last Friday of June after government after Governor Greg Abbott of Texas said that. Texas said of texts said that bars across the state would have to shut down a second time because coronavirus cases were skyrocketing. Mick Larkin decided he had had enough. No matter that Mr. Larkin, an owner of a karaoke club in Wichita Falls had just paid a thousand dollars for perishable goods and protective equipment in anticipation of the weekend rush. No matter that the frozen margarita machine was full, 175 plastic syringes with booze infused jello were in place or that they were masks for staff members and hand sanitizer for guests. That day, June 26th, Mr. Larkin and his partner dumped what they had just bought into the trash and decided to close their club, Crank It karaoke for good. We did everything we were supposed to do, Mr. Larkin said. When he shut us down again, and after I put out all that money to meet their rules, I just said, I can't keep doing this. I think there are a number of businesses out there and small businesses are filled with, are staffed by people of different qualities. Some of them can make decisions for themselves. Some of them just want to know, what's the government telling me to do, and I will take their advice and do it. I think if you're in the latter camp, you're going to be disappointed. I don't think it matters if, you're, if your governor is a Republican or a Democrat, a liberal or conservative, or a libertarian, although I don't think a libertarian governor would actually tell you how to run your business um i don't know why i mean to me part of it is and i and i appreciated malden's uh, comment right of all the places you would go in terms of those millions and millions of people making their own individual decisions i think i think even the most ardent listeners of mine who believe that that the coronavirus Uh, uh, the coronavirus pandemic has been overblown would agree with me that if that if you had any kind of risk or any kind of concern about coronavirus about the last place you would go would be a karaoke bar can we just all agree on that right now a karaoke bar Okay, are you kidding me? A karaoke bar. People are making their own decisions. And to, and for somebody I mean, I love this I love this story because the New York Times piece is like trying to make it Abbott's fault. It's not Abbott's fault. It's the millions of people making individual decisions to go and two guys who decided, yep. Yeah, Pandemic or no pandemic, we're going to try to crank up our karaoke bar again. Okay. Fools in their money are soon parted. I forget who said it, but seems to be pretty true. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. <laughs>
0: Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide.
3: I love golf, and I also stink at golf. I've tried it all. The lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate. Which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage.
6: United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Melville, New York, licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to or corporate Animalist number 1330, equal housing lender, licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
1: This message is for anyone looking for five hundred thousand to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance, even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example: If you're a fifty-year-old male, maybe overweight with type two diabetes, one million dollars of term life insurance may only cost about two hundred dollars a month. We're term provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on Prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085, 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit TermProvider.com, TermProvider.com.
7: Are you a member of our rewards program?
1: Yeah. I had the card here
0: somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't seem to find. At Business 1440, we simplify the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Business VIP Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. Sign up at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Get
2: $5,000 of James Hardy siding for just $2,500 through this special offer from Archer Exteriors in this station. There's just one half price James Hardy siding offer available. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now.
5: Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Okay, Wyatt. Is this your go-to song for karaoke night? Um, you know it—it it might make
6: the list. I guess I didn't. I'll, I'll have to make a list and send it over to you. This one might be on it.
5: All right, this—I uh, think we have the title for the for the hour. <laughs> don't, don't go to karaoke bars. <laughs> of course, this will make Mitch Berg, of course, very unhappy. So you should call him and tell him the king said so. Over on. When, when he appears, of course, over on our sister station, AM A The Patriot, beginning at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Brad Carlson, of course, the, fi- the the closer. I almost called him the final word. That was my old show back when I was the last show in the Narn, on the Narn train, the caboose. Um, and uh, But, uh, of course, he's on Sunday, same time, 1 to 3, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network on AM A The Patriot. You're, of course, listening to Business 1440 here. And the King Banyan Show. Um, I don't mean to just pick on karaoke bars, but it's just a simple example. Uh, John uh, Malden, whose piece I'm reviewing just a second, is giving, and I highly recommend. This is one of his better letters, I will say. Although I'm a little bit critical of of him picking on this, some of the some of my issues here. Um, some of my issues with this piece is that is is that. Businesses make, make decisions, some of which work out well and some of which don't work out well. There's another example from the New York Times piece that he's quoting, um, talking about uh, a tiny but popular barbecue place in Seal Beach, California, that closes because his restaurant's too small. He decides to close it entirely. He says it's essentially two hallways that are 11 feet wide. Describing the shape of the restaurant, Beachwood Barbecue. There are food trucks that are larger than my kitchen. Now, as I think I've mentioned on the show, my son is in the restaurant business. Um, one of the, the place where he, I would argue, really cut his teeth in terms of thinking about how to run his own place. And he doesn't own the place he's in, he's the, but he is the head chef at this, at this place that's here in the central Minnesota area. And pretty nice, pretty nice food, pretty nice restaurant. Um, fantastic, fantastic, uh, uh, bar. Um, it's not a big bar, but the quality of what they stock is great. I'm not going to give you the name cause I don't want, I'm not going to advertise for my son, but he's, he cooks here in town. He cut his teeth at another place that is tiny where, um, the entire kitchen was smaller than the office I'm sitting in. And so there are many restaurants, at least here in the St. Cloud area, but I think you'll see them around the world. Where food prep happens in a different part, maybe down the basement, then you bring the, the prep food upstairs for final cooking and delivering to a table in a, in a small place upstairs. His upstairs did not have a vent, did not have a grill. All of their food was made using a convection oven or a microwave. They had a, they had a, they had a refrigerated unit in there. But it was never, ever, ever meant to cook like a steak or a burger or something like that. They didn't have that equipment. They couldn't get that equipment in. They've made that place work for years. Um, the original owner whose name is still on the place, um, sold it to somebody else. Um, I've known both I know both the original owner and the current owner. The current owner actually used to work here at the university. At the moment Corona hit, she makes a, she makes a conscious decision. Before the governor's stay at home order, she says, I can't, my place is too tiny, I can't keep my people safe. She says, The only way I can make this business work is I've got to completely redesign the kitchen so that I can have a safe kitchen area. So unlike this place in Seal Beach, she decides to invest the money. She goes out and gets her loan money, and she, go, and she decides to completely reinvest. She didn't reopen until this week. She waited to see what other people were doing. She made decisions on her own. I have no idea if it's going to work out for her or not. I truly, really hope so. It's a lovely little place in downtown St. Cloud. It's a, it's, a, it, it's a favorite of my wife's and mine. Uh, we go there frequently before uh, shows at the, at the nearby theater. Um, I have no idea if it's going to work for her. But she's the one taking the risk, and she makes those types of, types of decisions. And the thought that somehow these government policies that are being put forward are somehow going to do that. And I appreciate that that, uh, that John puts in this piece. I'm going to read you one paragraph, and this is a paragraph, um, the paragraph that is, uh, uh, I think, the most important one. It's in the first third of the article. In other words, consumer choices are driving this, not governments. And that's something every business owner understands. I don't know any bar owner that wants people to risk their safety or health. The problem is when your entire business model is suddenly perceived as hazardous. Well, at least in the case of this one place, she's completely changed her model. She's not going to work a tiny little place that's just shoveling out lattes and sandwiches. She's converting what her place does, what it looks like, how it serves people. Um... And, and, you know, John goes ahead and starts quoting the NFIB piece that I briefly mentioned before. says, hey, that optimism is fading. We see stories like this. I come down on this, on, on this side of it. It is way too soon to say. It is way too soon to say how deep this recession will be. The the advantage of me telling a story about the reverse radical or the checkmark recession or a or two-stage V where where it goes up quickly and then goes up at a much slower rate is that I don't have to really tell you when we're going to get back to the level of GDP or the level of employment we had in February of 2020, which was a really, really good time. I will say in October, November 2019, many of us economists actually thought there was maybe a one in five to one in six chance that it to be a recession in 2020. Not because of the age of the recession, but there were warning signs out there. Credit was getting a little tighter. Uh, sales were beginning to slow down. We were beginning to see signs that, that, that what we thought would be the expansion, the continued expansion that would have come out of the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act wasn't going to materialize. Um, it didn't turn out to create as many jobs as, as its supporters had advertised. So, and I was in the, in the camp that I thought it was a little bit higher. I said, look, if, if I could just repeatedly play this, this economy out hundreds of times, I think in maybe even as much as one in four of those times, we end up with a recession in the second half of 2020. I thought it was possible because I thought we were approaching somewhat of a stall speed where the economy would slow down. That's pre-COVID. Those problems didn't end with COVID. They're just in the background because COVID is just foremost in everybody's mind. And it adds this consumer uncertainty and this labor uncertainty to it. But that doesn't mean the payroll tax cut is wrong. It doesn't mean the PPP extension that, that Mnuchin's talking about is wrong. But my point is you can't correct all of this when it turns out for many of the businesses that were closed and you're now trying to reopen, it turns out that consumers are looking at it and saying, I am not attracted to that business. I ask you to think about the number of places you drive by that you just go that you think to yourself I'm not going in there. My number one answer in the title that we are going to give to this hour of the show in the podcast will be will be karaoke bars. Or knock don't go to a karaoke bar. Right? Sad to say, I have friends in in the uh, in the worship uh, in the in the worship business at churches where we've looked at the church practice and said, I wouldn't go into that church. That doesn't look safe to me. I know other churches that are doing it in a way where I go, that does look safe. I would be willing to go there. I want to go to church on Sunday. But there are churches that I look at and go, your model of how it is you deliver your worship isn't working for me. I don't feel safe there. My daughter might. My daughter might. And I'm going to tell you, for a while we're going to be really forgiving about saying yeah that's okay i'll just watch it on youtube or i'll just stream it on facebook that's going to get old pretty fast because people really want to be together we really want that 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 communion i mean communion means coming together right coming together and and i don't i'm not just referring to the to the christian act i'm just re- referring to the fact that humans want are want to become together to be with each other and models where that's not able to be done safely are going to be put to the side and i think they're put to the side even after we figure out the vaccine i really do encourage you to read uh, the Malden piece, that, that, and again, it's at Twitter at pound KBRS. It's, it's at the top of what I've uh, it's top of what I put out from my feed at Banyan Show. Give it a listen. I'm going to switch gears, and I want to talk a little bit about the other side of this. With all that's been done to help the economy, all of this demand stimulus that we've seen, what happens on the backside of this? that question right after this you're listening to the king banging show on business 1440
2: I love you. how does the baby move in your tummy how does the baby
7: eat can the baby hear me how did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby, inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before.
4: It's oh, life across the
2: 2020 has been a wild ride, a year of extremes for your retirement dollars, high highs and low lows, and navigating it all has proven difficult. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll talk about the five investment mistakes you might be making right now, errors that could cost you your retirement, and how you can avoid them. Alan Mike have solutions and strategies for you. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike 2 p.m. Sunday on Business 1440, or call them now at 855-231-6010.
0: Runners,
1: to
6: your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. Good hit. Way to go, Woo! At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians
5: learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders, and we see it happening in communities across Minnesota every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations.
4: my and you my brain. Of love a man insane
5: Welcome morning. back, King Banyan Show, it's Business 1440 I've changed my mind That reminds me Great My wife has discovered the little Roku unit on the TV in the bedroom And you know what she's watching? 60s Elvis Presley movies. I don't get it. But um I, I I Viva Las Vegas was on the other night and I think is it just Acapulco was that the name of it? I don't recall. But uh she's much bigger a fan of that stuff than I am. Um I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Um 6512894477. Let me let me switch gears a little bit. Here, but this—it's related in this way. People's behavior has changed during the pandemic in a fundamental way. People are changing what types of things they're consuming. One of the things they're consuming, we think, is more cash. Let me let's replay that clip from uh, from Jeffrey Sout uh, of Sout uh, Strategies. Uh, this is a, he's an investment house advisor, and this was on CNBC, uh, earlier this week.
3: Well, we saw that in 1973, 1974, in that, uh, recession, you saw it in 1981, 1982. Uh, you, you said it all just a few minutes ago. When, when, when people get nervous, they get worried about the economy, they get worried about a recession, they hoard cash. So, I mean, that's what they're doing Stop.
0: right now. I think it's a false. Ho-
5: Okay, I don't need the false hope stuff, okay? Just people are hoarding cash. That is not just a U.S. phenomenon. That's a worldwide phenomenon. Now, we are in a world right now where where we are seeing the money supply of this country increase by significant rates. And this is, of course, you know, you've got people out there... Uh, um, I was just chatting with a listener about uh you know talking about something regarding my our, our friend Hugh Hewitt um if you listen to Hugh's show um he has a he has a little business portion of of one of his hours and the business portion is supported by a company that sells gold um if you're a listener to that show you've probably heard the march of the price of gold during the pandemic it's risen by, doing math in my head, which is always dangerous, about 30% since the pandemic started. I think I'm about right. From four, I'm going to just say it's from 1,400 to 1,800. You can check me. That's what Twitter's for. That's what Dr. Google does. Okay, but it's risen by a fair amount. People hoard financial assets in things that are extraordinarily liquid in times of great uncertainty. The currency of choice around the world is the dollar. Is the dollar ugly? Sure. Is the, is the Fed generating tons of money? Sure. Of course it is. Of course it is. But when people simply focus on the money supply and say, well, the money supply can't go up that fast without causing a lot of inflation... My answer to them is, remember that inflation results from an imbalance between supply and demand. I've used this metaphor before on the King Banyan show here, but if you will just take your arms. If you're driving, please don't do this. Keep your hands on the wheel. For everybody else, I want, to take, I want you to take your arms, raise them so that, so that your elbows are parallel, are parallel to your shoulders, Okay, out in front of you, and now I want you to cross your forearms. I'm doing it for you, just so that you know. If you are doing that for me right now, you're now looking at a supply and demand curve. You probably have other people in your house staring at you like, what are are you doing? Right? The intersection of supply and demand drives the inflation rate. And so the intersection of the supply and the demand for money. What Sout just described for you is that during recessions, the demand for money increases. I will add to that. During a pandemic, the demand for money hugely increases. Hugely increases. I want to have cash available to me so that I do not have to interact with folks or I want it on my... On my phone, I'm going to hold my phone up to the to the microphone here. I use this, and wherever I see the possibility of paying through my phone without having to touch a credit card or touch a receipt, I do that. I want that safety, right? But people are bringing cash back in. I notice that the the people say, "Well, the market's gone up dramatically." Yes. But guess what? People are also holding a lot of cash, and that cash could go into to financial assets. I argue that a lot of that money is going into housing and into home improvements. I think that's making make that's why the construction industry is booming. That's why I think I think, and I, I should say, in full disclosure, I have been a longtime holder of stock in Home Depot, and I track I track the price of my Home Depot stock. Um i mean i've I've owned it long enough that i that i believe i believe my total cumulative you know in price increase over the time i've held it and i've held it for oh, almost twenty years maybe about twenty years now, but I've probably made a thousand percent off that off that investment it may uh, maybe maybe even eleven hundred percent but I've made a lot of money off that okay over a long long period of time just bought it and held it, it is the one stock in the portfolio It's like, I'm just never selling that until I get to retirement age or something. Maybe I'll sell it then. It's not a big part of the portfolio, but it's just something I like to have, and I keep track of it. Home Depot, is those places are going like crazy. When the demand for currency, when the demand for U.S. dollars, when the demand for money increases, that puts downward pressure on inflation rates. And it means you can print more money without concern necessarily for immediately causing inflation. Which makes what I'm about to play for you all the stranger. We had both a Fed governor and a Fed bank president basically come out and say they were for policies, including yield curve controls that would be aimed at raising inflation back to 2%. the one that got got the hair on my arms up was leil brainerd she is she is one of the seven governors of the fed well they don't have seven currently but brainerd comes out and says in essence in essence i want to have a full-blown i want to have full-blown Increase. This takes about a minute for me to play, but I want you to listen closely to this. This is Lale Brainerd talking to the National Association of Business Economists online. On I believe this is on Wednesday of this week.
7: With so the policy rate constrained by the effective lower bound, forward guidance provides a vital way to provide the necessary accommodation. For instance, research suggests that refraining from liftoff until inflation reaches two percent could lead to some modest temporary overshooting, which would help offset the previous underperformance. That Stop.
5: She- That's important. What she's saying is we're willing to go past 2% for a while. This is very unusual. She made real news with this on Wednesday that I don't think people listen to because they're caught up in the campaign, they're caught up talking about pandemic. This is big news. To have a governor come out and say, basically, I think we will be okay to have some some overshooting of the 2% rate for a while, that doesn't mean we've given up on it. We're we're going to allow that to happen. Continue.
7: Policies can help extend accommodation by more directly influencing the interest rates that are relevant for household and business borrowing investment. Forward guidance and asset purchases were road tested in the previous crisis. So there's a high degree of familiarity uh, with their use. Given the downside risks to the outlook. There may come a time when it's helpful to reinforce the credibility of forward guidance and lessen the burden on the balance sheet with the addition of targets on the short-to-medium end of the yield curve. Given the lack of familiarity with front-end yield curve targets in the United States, such an approach would likely come into focus only after additional analysis and discussion.
5: So, but but what you just did, Governor Brainerd, is give us some of that. She's saying we're going to actually target not just the front end, the Fed funds rate, but they're going to be willing to target. When they say short to medium, that means that they're pretty much saying we're going to target everything out to probably past two years, at least to the two-year Treasury, and maybe as far out as the five-year Treasury. Now, if you will go look, and I'm not going to have time to tweet this at you, so I'm just going to tell you to go to the Federal Reserve Economic Database at the St. Louis Federal Reserve's page, stlouifed.org. If you just type research.stlouisfed.org and e- slash FRED2, two, F-R-E-D, 2, number 2, you should be able to find it. Take a look at the two-year Treasury bill and look at the yield and look how much less noisy that has become Since March. It makes you kind of wonder. Have they actually already started doing this. Without that. I actually don't think so. But it's worth looking at. And it's something that people are talking about. We'll be back after this. We'll wrap up some of these comments. Here on the King Banyan Show. On Business 1440. Business
1: 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley.
6: Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. So I have to be honest and let you know that sometimes I really do get nervous about our current situation. I know that I'm being taken care of, but sometimes I don't act like I know I'm being taken care of. I'm really not concerned about my health. I want to follow the protocol that is put before us. I want to honor those in authority over me. At the same time, I want to be a responsible and good steward of the resources that I've been given. Day-to-day activities might look a little bit different. We should continue steadfastly on the path that the Lord has given us. We're not called to worry. We're called to run a race of endurance. Remember, the world is watching. How we react to our situation could impact how people see our faith. So if you're interested in having a conversation about your roof or gutters or anything else, we encourage you to give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at TheKingdomBuilders.com. That's TheKingdomBuilders.com.
4: In a lawsuit,
2: a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage, over and above the limits of your auto and home policies.
4: And it's affordable.
7: For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333.
2: American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. Quit smoking now for half price through this special offer from Breathe Therapy in this station. Get one Breathe Therapy program for $250. Breathe Therapy is fast, easy, and effective. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and half price offers, or call the station now.
1: Whoa,
0: look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com.
5: How many places has this song been used where you just go, Oh my God, that's so cliche. (laughs) Ah, King Bane show business, 1440. Uh, actually it's a good song. It's just, it's just been used a lot. Um, six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven with any final questions or comments. Um, The Brainerd quotes did raise some eyebrows and got some reactions uh, around uh, Wall Street and got a question asked of Patrick Harker. He's the president of the Philadelphia Federal Reserve, and his answer was also quite interesting. Let's play the Harker cut, please.
6: So we've been saying for a long time that the 2% inflation goal is symmetric, which means we should overshoot it. We're having a difficult time doing that, like all developed economies. I'm supportive of the idea of letting inflation get above 2% before we take any action with respect to the Fed funds rate.
5: So very that's a nice, very quick way of saying we're not, until we hit 2%, we're not moving the Fed funds rate. Right? We're not moving the Fed funds rate until we hit 2%. And he didn't come out and say, I'm pro yield c- curve control. But Brainerd did. And it's a pretty big deal. And there are a lot of people saying that 2%. Now, let me, let me go to, to where I was before. I, I had you make the scissors with your forearms, right, to illustrate supply and demand. By the way, office right now, 84.4 degrees in here. Temperature has gone up 4 degrees in the last, in the last two hours. Yeah. They turned off the air conditioning here. At you know, we're not spending your state tax dollars on air conditioning this weekend uh, here at the university. Yeah, I get it. I'm probably the only person here um, in the. I actually, no. Actually, I know that's not true. There's at least one other car in the parking lot, uh, and there's another parking lot on the other side of the building. But anyway, um, we are we are in a, in a place right now where people are hoarding cash. The question is, when will that unwind? And it gets back to what I was talking about the last hour about the shape of, the, of, of this stage f- of this stage four stimulus bill that's coming. We are spending a lot of money on the theory that consumption needs to be boosted. Right? That people are not outspending. When in fact what we're seeing is people who are not outspending are actually putting the, either saving the money, paying down debt, good, or maybe speculating a little in the stock market, like that, that story of the young men on, on RobinHood.com. Putting it into their houses and so forth. In other words, there's a lot of money getting out there. Saving r- savings rates, and it's one of the numbers I'm going to want to look at and we'll talk about next week. Savings rates in May, excuse me, in April and in May were at one-third and more than a quarter we 're saving money like crazy we 're not spending it, and a lot of what we 're doing is we 're holding it as cash we 're holding it in our checking accounts now if labor if labor does not come back on, if small businesses close, the backside of this looks pretty ugly if all of a sudden the consumer's like, okay, great, let's go. All right, we got a vaccine, let's go. But all these businesses that we've been talking about can't come back online. The business model's wrong. People don't want to go into that kind of business. And we have to go through the process of liquidation and taking those, those resources and moving them into a new business. Like my, like my friend with the restaurant, who's changed what her restaurant looks like fundamentally. In the last four months. That takes time. But if everybody in the meantime. Wants to spend a whole lot of money. Guess what? I don't think it's going to be hard. To hit a 2% inflation target. I think this discussion. Of yield curve control. Of yield curve targeting. And of negative interest rates. I'm going to use the polite. Technical word for this. It's bananas. It's cuckoo. We cannot, we cannot relax our vigilance regarding inflation. It's not present now. It won't be present for a while. Massive hoarding of cash does lead to deflation, and we are in a deflationary part of the cycle at this moment. That cannot take your eyes off the fact that when people decide to start spending again, that that gauge can go from zero to two pretty quickly and quicker in a world where you've had significant disruptions of supply because people are changing their patterns of spending, because, because businesses realize they've got the wrong model for how to reach customers. As those changes come forward, Those who have figured out the business model first are going to be able to charge higher prices because they're going to have too many customers for for the amount of, of capacity they have. That that response is going to lead to more inflation rather than less. And so frankly, Governor Brainerd, I you know, I don't think you're ever going to need yield curve controls. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. But the question someone should ask back to me, and will be part of the show next week, will be, where are those supply chains being interrupted? And how do we avoid Japanification, where we just end up with a deflationary cycle that lasts 20, 30 years, like Japan has had? We're going to talk about those next week. I want to thank you for listening. Wyatt, thank you for the production today. Appreciate it very much. And we'll see you then on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440.
6: At
7: TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help, with 50% off your students' first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
5: Arby's computer Service!
7: you and your business are online today more than ever most people are working from home and meeting via internet and that means it structures are overtaxed and wi-fi is humming an outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. RB's Computer Service knows that internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at RB's Computer Service. Giving your
5: computer problems the boots, Arby's Computer Service.
4: Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over the top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand-new, warranted, name-brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire, and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob, or Jake, or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal.
1: How do you define strength? Is it physical?
4: Hot, hot!
5: <laughs>
1: Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate
6: in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League.